He's young, informed, opinionated. He's J.C. Fickenshire, and it's time now for us to open the door on J.C.'s Garage. You can hear the door sliding open right now. I'm the host for J.C.'s Garage, Doug Rice, joined by David Stiles, and of course, J.C. Fickenshire. And over the next little while, we're going to break down all the action that was worth recovering from Las Vegas Motor Speedway. I'm going to start off with the always interesting Jeff Gluck poll. Jeff, of course, writes for The Athletic and has almost a quarter of a million followers on Twitter. Did you realize that? Do you follow him, JC? Yes, I do. Yeah. If you're if you're into racing, you need to follow Gluck. His question is always very simple. Was blank a good race or not? Was Las Vegas Motor Speedway a good race? 90.4% said yes. This is the number one ranked Las Vegas race since Gluck's been doing the poll. So that's 11 races. Number five out of all mile-and-a-half racetracks. And that's 76 races. And number 17 overall in his poll of 228 races going back, I guess that'd be five or six years. You agree? What do you think? I would have to agree. I think the racing was amazing. And it... I, the racing was great, the battles were great, the decisions were great, and one thing that made me pretty happy was seeing, you saw a couple spin outs and the tires went flat, but they all got to pit road. I think something interesting that we talked about last week was the over-under on the cautions, and I mean, you, <laughs> you're definitely right, a whole bunch of cautions, uh, 12 for 60 laps, um, if there was anything to bring the yellow out, it happened in this race, definitely. Mm-hmm. I think that my whole guess was on that was just because it's a new car and first track of its kind. I didn't think uh, they had a handle on it, and I think we saw, I imagined what we saw, and the spins were pretty, they looked like Auto Club. The spins looked like Auto Club. They looked like they didn't have grip, which I like that kind of racing. Cars looked hard to drive, and it made it close. For me, it was interesting to see how Kyle Busch spins in practice, completely destroys that car. They bring the other car out, which JGR said, this is just a parts car. There's We were not planning on racing this car at all. They take the parts from the crash car, put it in this new car, rewrap it, and then Kyle Busch goes out there and, I mean, he drives the wheels off of it. I thought he looked outstanding and his car looked hard to drive about as you know, difficult as everyone else's. I was just really impressed with his with his outcome in that race after having to go to that backup car. Yeah, uh, he drove that car very well. And obviously, I'm guessing his practice car or his first car was fast. I think it would have been fast, but we never really would have known. He only got like seven or eight laps in before wrecking. And you saw in the race, he hit the wall multiple times. He was sliding. He spun out in the start, I think, and was still able to finish in the top five. We broadcast practice, and I think he was still shown as like 10th or 11th, and he only got a half dozen or so laps of practice, mm-hmm. so it was a fast car. It's remarkable, though, Wendy Venturini was down there covering that whole process when he crashed and they were bringing out the backup. The car that they brought out, was generic, like David said, and it had Denny Hamlin's name on it. Mm-hmm. wasn't even his. So, uh, 
Got what it, was got it? The, the the back windshield had Hamlin's yeah, name on it? Yeah, certainly did. Had had his name on it. And as, as both of you said, it was a parts car. So after it's all over, they go and talk to Kyle Bush, and he says all the politically correct things. And then he kind of mutters afterwards that basically every time Alex Bowman wins a race, he just backs into it. <laughs> Thoughts on that? I mean, did you, did you see this quote? I mean, it, I'm not going to read the quote because you can't. Well, you mm-hmm. could. I could, but. I'm not going to. Um, I don't think. I mean, he backed into one race, and that was Pocono, when Kyle Larson blew a tire on the right. last turn. But that never happens. I mean, for him to, in Las Vegas, have a penalty, go all the way back in the back, and drive up to the front was hard. Hard to do. Right. Not easy. And he was in position. His pit crew helped him get in the get to the front and he won he was in front he led the last lap he wins i mean hamlin calls him a hack that was mm-hmm. denny hamlin's quote about him after uh <laughs> after he won one of the races and they're making money for charities by oh, yeah. selling hack shirts so I, i've got to give i've got to give bowman that um uh, would like to see a little more personality out of mm-hmm. him yeah you were the leading Hendrick guy behind Larson last year. He won four yeah. races. Um, he's he's kind of interesting follow though. Like if you follow him on Twitter, like he he can be really funny, but he has more of a dry personality. So it it's kind of one of those things where you have to almost understand a little bit of his personality. But I agree. I would like to see a little bit more. I don't know excitement when he gets out of the car and and wins a race. I I would too. I'd like to see a little more personality. Mm-hmm. All right, we're. We're three races, four if you count the clash, the Coliseum into the new car. You got thoughts on that, JC? We'll start with you. Um, I'm amazed. I love the car. I don't think I've seen a better race car uh, looks-wise or how it races, and I'm excited to see these next couple races. Obviously, we have some tracks that are going to be very different than what we've ran. We haven't run on dirt yet. That's about to happen. We haven't run on... A road course that's gonna happen soon and we're gonna go to some new tracks like the new repaved atlanta and that's gonna be interesting but i'm very excited to watch the rest of the season unfold yeah and atlanta's not just been repaved david it's that it, there's a lot more there i think mm-hmm. it's almost a new racetrack yeah i mean you've completely changed the configuration of this you've went to what is it 24 or something degrees of bank 28 28, yeah yeah, 28 degrees banking all the way around and it's basically a super speedway at this point just at a mile and a half instead of you know the super speedways like daytona and talladega um i think i think it's going to be crazy to see these cars go around there and draft the way that they do at daytona talladega but see that at atlanta and i'm excited that i'm just a part of the uh, broadcast team that gets to put that show on It, it to me i'm looking forward to that probably the most out of any race that we're going to cover this year i i can't wait if it's anything like what you get at talladega and daytona i don't know if it's going to be or not mm-hmm. i i don't i don't know if you can replicate that on a mile and a half but it's going to be fun i know we're just three races in but i'm looking at standings right now it's probably too early to do this but i'm going to anyway 30th in points denny hamlin 29th in points christopher bell any reason for those guys to be worried? No. Uh, at least Denny Hamlin. I don't think you can be worried. Anything can happen. Um, I mean, 
it's it's going to be chaotic. This season will be very chaotic, and they'll have their chances to make those points back. And I don't even think they're that far in back in points. They're still in a reachable margin, and a lot will happen. A, a ton will happen. I want to throw out a uh, another name. Is Kevin Harvick in trouble? I mean, he's only got one top 10 out of three races. He's 16th in points, but... He he did not look good at Las Vegas. I didn't think. I don't. I didn't see him that much watching it on TV. They didn't really show him that much. You know why? <laughs> <laughs> but I I think he was lurking around the top fifteen all race. I didn't see him peek yeah. into the top ten that much. Late, very yeah. late in the race, because I think I mentioned. I said, "Wow, first time today that we've mentioned Kevin Harvick, and he'd gotten up into the top 10. Finished 12th, by the way. I didn't win last year. Got good, better at the end of the year. Kind of won the best of the non-playoff drivers. I think he was fifth in points. Is that right? Yeah. But I... There comes a point in every athlete's career that the bell curve of performance goes down on the Mm -hmm. other side. And... It's not unreasonable to think that Kevin Harvick hasn't had the best. I'm not going to say that he's not going to win again, but I don't think he's ever going to be the force that he was before. Yeah, and I mean, two years ago, he won nine races. Since that, he really has only had one shot to win a race, and that was at the Bristol Night Race last year where that got shortened up. But he's... He's got to feel that he's got to win some races. And it can't just be one race. It's got to be he's got to go out and win multiple races and lead Stuart Haas racing like he did before. And if he doesn't do that, I think he's going to see retirement in the future very soon. Some A team that I've been really impressed with or just an organization is Trackhouse. I, I think they've made a very good showing here early in the uh, in the season. And I was, I was kind of pulling for Ross Chastain. I'm not going to... To mix the words, I was hoping that we could have that long, you know, green flag run at the end of that race and that Chastain could stay out in front because I wanted to see him smash a watermelon. And I was telling my wife that while we were watching it, but it just it just wasn't in the cards. But he finished third, had a good run. I mean, that's the Chip Ganassi uh, team that Trackhouse bought. And I think they look pretty good. What do you think? I think they look great. Last week at Auto Club, Daniel Suarez was running up in the top five. Now this week, Ross Chastain was running almost led i don't know how many laps but he led a decent bit i think he said he re- he led uh 83 laps which is the most laps he's ever led before so mm-hmm. i mean he he had a good race yeah i'm i think seeing these guys who have gotten their races cut short because a caution or they get wrecked below a tire like tyler reddick did they're gonna they're gonna win and i think it's good to see these lower teams these smaller teams come out and perform like they are the best team. All right, so who will be the next first-time winner? A lot of people have kicked around Tyler Reddick's name. He's in a fast car. Tyler's Tyler's shown that. He definitely could win. But now do you do you have to put, by the way he performed at Vegas, Ross Chastain's name into that? I think you do. I think you can put multiple people people's names in it. Um, but... It's so unpredictable. There's so many drivers that haven't won that can do it this year. And I think 
we could be surprised. It could maybe not even be Tyler Reddick or Ross Chastain. But I think you have to put Ross Chastain's name in there after that performance. Uh, I'd like to see Daniel Suarez do it. They've not been as good as I thought they'd be, but it's obvious that th- that team can put a pretty good race car on the track. Yeah, obviously Trackhouse has been doing good, and it's all these, what I've noticed is the smaller Chevy teams, the kind of RCR camp with the three, the eight, and then you go into Petty, GMS, and uh, Trackhouse. They're all doing pretty solid this year as of right now. I, I kind of like watching Harrison Burton. Uh, I mean, he I think he looks pretty good, and he's in a Penske, you know, Alliance Wood Brothers car. I, I wouldn't, you know, be remiss if I put his name out there that he might actually, you know, win a race in a certain mm-hmm. situation. So, I mean, it, it can happen. And he's ran up front a decent bit this year. He's been unlucky with getting caught up in wrecks. But, I mean, at Daytona, he was up front had more than half of the race, almost all race before he got flipped he was running in the lead i think um but i think i think he'll come around and be pretty good too well i hope so i mean i i think there is reason to hope that some of these smaller teams can be a little more competitive they're not going to win the title but a petty gms with eric jones could show up bubble wallace was going to have an okay day until he got crashed out not by his own making right at the end of that when he got into um, and it's amazing. I thought he'd saved it and was barely going to get hit, and then he spins into the infield wall, and he's done. But that save, the fact that he missed Eric Jones there was incredible to me because, I mean, he did that perfectly. He got below him. There wasn't much more he could have done besides hope that he didn't get into the tire barrier, but that was that was a great save to not hit Eric Jones. And then, and then still his car, he finished the race. Yeah. I mean, he, yeah. he he wasn't crashed out. And the whole right side of that, you know, front of that fender is completely gone. So, again, another testament to this next-generation car, this Gen 7 car, they're pretty tough. I mean, they can take a licking, and you can still yeah. put it back out there, and it'll run. Outside of the flat tire deal, that they'll figure that out. They'll figure mm-hmm. out a way to get the cars off the track. They've already cut down the time. Yeah. Because I think the first time they were just mm-hmm. caught unaware. Yeah. So they'll figure out a way to get the cars off the track, not tear them up and get people back into the race. So uh, I, I've got faith there. Yeah, I want to go back. You were talking about Kevin Harvick a moment ago. And I remember Jimmy Johnson's last couple of years, which were inglorious because he didn't win. We went from seven-time champion to a guy that when we did a broadcast or I watched one on television – Never got mentioned. I mean, I had what the the running poll yes, of how did. many days it yeah. had been since uh, Jimmy Johnson had won a NASCAR Cup race, and it was in well into the thousands. Yes, it was. So it was well it was over a, a thousand time. days that he went without. It, my point being, it happens. It happened to Jimmy Johnson. He is he is arguably one of the best drivers ever in the history of NASCAR, and people people like to say, well, he didn't just forget how to race. JC, I don't think you forget how to race, but I think your ability and your talent over time, there there are people with better reflexes that can do things you can't do anymore. And I think another thing is you look at this new car, you look at the guys who are running up front and adapting to this car better than the other guys. They're the young guys. And I think that's saying something. 
as Kevin Harvick is on the older side of the drivers, maybe the oldest driver in NASCAR, and having to adapt to a new car is not going to be easy for him. I mean, we even saw that with Denny Hamlin, who had the you know lapse of memory there coming off of pit road, forgot that he has a sequent uh, what is it sequent? I can't say that word. <laughs> Sus- sequential shifting and no longer the age pattern like they used to have and he broke the transaxle out of his uh toyota and that was pretty much it for him and you know i know we interviewed him and uh tv interviewed him as well and he just sounded very dejected after that i mean he he basically just blew his car up I, i think it's i think it'd be an interesting graph to watch as the season goes on we don't have a sample size right now we got three races up that's but where are we after 10 races with the age of the drivers that are going to be in the top 10? Mm-hmm. I, I, and I, I agree with you, JC. I think it's going to be more leaning toward the younger crowd. Yeah. And I think, well, the the drivers that have won so far have are all under 30 years old, I think. I'm not sure how old Kyle Larson is, but Alex Bowman, Kyle Larson, and Austin Sindrick, they are the first three to win, and I'm pretty sure... They're all under 30, and they're young, and we all know Kyle Larson's a great driver. Alex Bowman, he's known to be pretty decent. And Austin Sindrick was, I think, a big surprise to all of us to see. I think we'd see him do solid, but I didn't see him winning the Daytona 500 on his first start. How old is Bowman? Bowman or, or, or Larson? Uh, Larson was born in 1992, so he's 30. Because yep. I just turned 31. Okay. So, yeah, he's right. 30. And then let me look at Bowman real quick, and I'll tell you. I want to say he's like 27. He's, he's 29. Okay. So he was born in 1993. He'd been around longer than we think, but mm-hmm. now that he's been graduated up to Hendrick cars, he he won the quietest four races last year of any driver. I, ca- I had to keep reminding myself, he won a bunch of races last year, but mm-hmm. we never talk about him. Yeah, I think the biggest one that stuck with me was probably the Martinsville one just because of the events that happened after that with Denny Hamlin and Alex Bowman. I mean, that's something you can't really forget. Um, I've never seen somebody win and then get hit by another car parked at the start-finish line. So that one stuck with me, but now that I think about it, I don't remember him winning Richmond until I thought of it. Pocono was an odd one and then i don't know where else he Think, won at. things follow you around because denny did that to bowman after he won at martinsville and that put you know bowman what what's fourth win of the year yes and now the race at las vegas the most recent one is the first time denny hamlin has led a lap since he did that really yeah he won Dover, so Alex Bowman's other race yeah, that he yeah, won yeah, was Dover. But I just, I just find that fascinating, and that's to me, that's how you look almost at where a guy or a team is performance-wise. It's not just wins; you can get a win or two. Mm-hmm. It's that consistency. Where, let's see, let me just run down the list here and see where the all right. Eric Almirola right now sixth in points, admittedly after three races. That's not too bad. Chase Briscoe. I guess I think he may be the best car from that team. I would have to, as of right now, I would have to say. So the way he drove at Auto Club and Las Vegas, he's young too, and he's going to adapt to the car quicker than I think anybody He's got a top did. five and a top ten. So I I think he might be the first one of them to win. 
I yeah. I think he's fearless. He's got a lot of talent. We'll see what's going on. All right, we're off to Phoenix. What are you thinking? I don't think you can not agree with Kyle Larson. I'd have to say him <laughs> as my first pick, but uh, I'm not sure. I'd, I'm going to go with Kyle Larson just because it's a safe pick. David, we need to let people know, by the way, that we will be posting this here very shortly. Uh, you're also a podcaster. Yeah. What are, yeah. You, what are you doing? So my show is called Styles and Friends, a podcast. Um, I'm kind of all over the place. I interview a bunch of my friends, and we talk about everything from the most recent one that I've done is about Atlantis, and we're going to you know, do a little bit more research and try to figure out where I land on that. The continent or the wreck? Park. the lost the lost, lost city, city of, of atlantis, atlantis. yes okay. so right. um i'm reading a book right now by graham hancock who's he talks about america's earliest beginnings and and that'll be on there i'm going to interview another one of my friends who works at a uh, a retreat camp here uh this week and we're going to talk about the great outdoors and kind of the top 10 things that you would take camping with you i guess so i it's very wide i have a very wide berth on on my show all right jc i know you're on your high school golf team have you started playing matches yet we had our first match last night how'd you do i did okay i shot a 42 which is solid but not as good as i wanted to we ended up losing the match but it was a close match and it was fun all right you said last night so what do you start you play at a certain time play it a little dark or how does that work we started at four and ended at i think it was like six thirty. so scheduled scheduled nine holes yeah i can't shoot 42 in nine holes so i'm not even gonna wag and, and be like oh I, yeah that's that's good but, i can shoot 42 but it's more like six holes so, yeah, yeah i do 42 good. in bowling that there we go all right <laughs> this is a lot of fun jc we'll we'll uh, get back together again next week and break down um all the stuff at phoenix and then i can't wait for us to talk about what's happening at atlanta motor speedway i i feel like this is going to be one of the most anticipated races of the year i'm excited for it can't wait to be there david styles jc fickenshire i'm doug rice thanks a lot for tuning in to edition number two of jc's garage